Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockoff, authors of the leadership development books, Gapology, Imbar, and Speed of Purpose. At Gapology, our purpose is to help leaders achieve their greatest potential. To learn more about our groundbreaking books and training services, visit our website, gapology.org. Hey everybody, welcome to Gapology Radio. As a reminder, we have a condensed learning option for you and for your teams. We've broken down all the elements from our Gapology Signature Workshop into bite-sized chunks in our online video-based training course on udemy.com. If you're new to Gapology, or even if you've attended our workshop in the past, this option could be great to get up to speed quickly on everything Gapology. So tonight's episode, we're going to continue our series on emerging leaders with a focus on self-development, a personal favorite topic of ours. So let's go ahead and get things rolling with Martinez. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Good, Brian. How are you? Good, good. It's been a good week already this week. I've talked to quite a few people and and uh, helping some people already get uh, get going on their 2023 um, you know resolutions, initiatives, the things that they're going after. And um, and I think actually I'm super excited about tonight's topic. So uh, we're going to talk about self development for emerging leaders. And uh, these, you know, these people that we've been talking to this week, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, a lot of them have come to me and said, hey, you know, what do I do? How do I get my boss to, you know, help me grow, help me learn more and grow? And, you know, the, the main advice that I usually give is, you know, don't wait. Don't wait for them to <laughs> do your development. You know, take the initiative, right. own right. it, right? Uh, you know, take that a, as your own uh, resolution for yourself and help yourself grow. So, um, I, th- I think this will be a cool topic tonight. So what do you think? Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think self-development for an emerging leader is absolutely, uh, you know, mission critical to develop a great career. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So one of my favorite interview questions, you may not know this, and I ask it in every interview is, and I ask it towards the end of the interview, um, what are you doing to develop yourself? Oh, I love that. And it's quite interesting, um, the gap that there exists there. And a lot of people, a lot of emerging leaders are not developing themselves. But when you ask that question and someone gives you an incredible answer about the book they're reading and what they're doing with it and how they're sharing it and implementing it, it is a game changer. So I would challenge everyone to have an answer to that question. If anyone were to ever ask you, what are you doing to develop yourself? You would have a great answer. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I know. I love that. I've, I've uh, heard the question, you know, what book are you reading right now? And, uh, you know, a lot of times people will say some sort of fiction book or whatever, and that's fine. I think those things are good too. I think that helps you develop a, a different side of your brain. Um, but, you know, seeking out ways to grow your skills, there's so many resources out there. Um, you know, so taking the initiative to do that, I think it can be very, very powerful and beneficial in your career. Yeah, book, books are one way to to develop yourself, but there there may be many others. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've told you the story of someone that was developing into a marathon runner and how that changed their life and changed their career because the discipline that it required to become a marathon runner was the discipline they needed at work Mm -hmm. and it changed everything. So I wouldn't limit, limit yourself there, you know, to, to work stuff. It's interesting. Certainly work stuff's critical, but 
Let me, um, I don't think you've heard me say this, but one of the um, characteristics that I look for in emerging leaders, in promoting them, in hiring them, et cetera, is a teachable learner. I want someone who's teachable and who learns and then eventually passes it on. And teachable learners are very valuable to organizations because things are constantly changing. So we all have to be teachable and we have to be learners. Yeah, I love that. And I think learning from that from that perspective of, you know, learning so that you can become a teacher. I think is a different type of learning that happens with your brain when you're seeking knowledge so that you can help others grow. Um, I think that's a different way of looking at it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. The other thing that I see, it's it's quite interesting. Most people, when they go to self-develop, focus on a weakness. Yeah. I would not assume that that's the correct path. It may be. It may not be. I would think that focusing on a strength and truly expanding what you're great at or what you're good at to become great may be your wheelhouse. And it may be absolutely critical, again, down the road to your career to be known for something and have this incredible strength. So it's not, all, it's not about weaknesses. It may very well be about strengths. You need to examine yourself and figure it out for your career at a given moment in time. But often a focus on expanding your strengths is key. Right. You, you know, one thing I, that, that strikes me with that is that strengths are often things that you enjoy doing. So you can really create a positive momentum in your life by starting there. So starting with the things that you enjoy, um, develop that can help to just create that, I guess, that kind of culture of learning um, where then you can kind of use that momentum to start to, you know, pepper in other things that maybe you're struggling with. So, so use the, the power of um, your strengths, I think, to, to at least get that ball rolling as far as learning. Yeah, I love that. I think, <clears throat> to your point, a clue that something may be in your wheelhouse is that you enjoy it. Yeah, yep. And, and that's a game changer because it'll never, never get old. Right. Um, the other the other thing to look for is look at the strengths. Try and figure out the strengths of the people you look up to, whether they're a supervisor or a peer, maybe a peer who's outperforming you in some in some areas. See what their strengths are, and there may be something to uncover there that you could go after that would really help you. What do you think about that? Oh, I love that one. So, you know, I mean, I think in life, you know, we have people that we just are drawn to for whatever reason, uh, people that we admire and so forth. Um, for me, it, somebody like Tony Robbins, I think is just amazing <laughs> as a, as a public speaker, as a motivator, as somebody who cares about other people, um, looks at things, you know, in, in a different way, um, finding people like that that you can look at, okay, so what is it about them? And really being analytical, what is it about them that I admire? What can I take? What can I learn from them? I think uh, is a great, great strategy. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, then you've got to really 
do do it. You've got to begin developing. So I think the key there, as in most things, is to establish a rhythm. And I prefer a weekly rhythm, but literally carving out time for development. Look at all the other things we seem to carve out time for. Oh, yeah. Uh, development is one of the key things. So it is critical to your week. You can't ever say, you know, I'm too busy mm-hmm. because that excuse just doesn't cut it. You can't be too busy to develop yourself. So if you're serious about it, you will literally carve out a rhythm and and begin to execute to that rhythm. And there's there's a lot of time in a week. You know, I always like to start with uh, taking a look at your weekly schedule and block out the time on on your schedule for the things that are important. And and this is certainly one of those things that's important. You know, block that time out first, and then you'll you'll always fill in you know the rest of your time with just other stuff. But if you don't carve that that time out at the beginning of your week, or you know at the end of the previous week or something, you'll you'll just never find the time because you'll just fill it up with all the, you know, all the little, uh, you know, activities that we do. Yeah. We, um, we did a podcast some time ago called the segmentation discipline. And we had found a group of people that were carving out in essence, the, the day, the week, the hour into 15 minute segments. Uh, there's 96, 15 minute segments in a day. There's 672 in a week. So how many of those 672 are you willing to devote to self-development? What if three hours, three of the hours in a day, you took 15 minutes of that hour and worked on self-development? That is a lot. That would get you to 21 in a week. Uh, could be pretty significant. You've got to find your own way, but don't say you don't have enough time because the 672 suggests that you do. Now we're sleeping generally a third of that, but that leaves a lot of extra time. Think about that. 672 gifts you're given every week. What are you doing with them? What if they were about development? What if you had a rhythm? How could it change everything for you? Yeah. You, you know, I think, and you touched on this earlier, that it doesn't have to be developing yourself from a business perspective necessarily. So when you look at just developing yourself, that could be much larger. You know, we, we really have our mind, our body, and our spirit, right? I think our, our holistic person breaks into those three areas. So if you're breaking up those 15-minute segments and don't feel like you have to devote it all to, you know, work development or, you know, uh, you know, professional skills development or whatever. Look at how you can grow your holistic self. Look at your mind, your body, and your spirit. Wow. When you think about that and then think about the 672, yeah, you know, what, what can you do? Right. Um, could be pretty amazing. So a few things I have in closing, and then I'll turn it to you. I know you've got um, a lot of other things to say is develop your answer to that question. What are you doing to develop yourself? Have a great answer. Whenever you're asked that, and someday you will be, have a great answer. Uh, Be able to speak to it. Always have that answer. The other thing that becomes powerful is begin sharing with others what you're doing to develop. It may affect them. 
It may cause them to look at their life and career differently. It may cause them to become an emerging leader if they're not already. And as you touched on earlier, uh, learn to teach the things that, that you're developing in. That can be very powerful. And again, when everyone on a team is developing, it, it can be amazing. The results can change you know, radically. So self-development, one of my favorite topics. I'll turn it to you to, to close it out, Brian. Yeah, Mark. So, so when I was looking at this topic uh, before we started the call, I was thinking really th- looking at it through a gapology lens. So this is really closing your own knowledge gap. That's really what we're talking about here. So, you know, owning that, uh, taking that in, making it your own, uh, don't rely on someone else to close your knowledge gap, you know, own it. So there's three root solutions under the knowledge gap. So there's training, teaching, and talent. So let's just go through the the root solutions. So first of all, seek training, seek it, look for it, look for opportunities to learn, take classes if you need to. Um, And if you can't afford to do that, go online. There's lots of free stuff on YouTube alone. Um, I've learned so much on YouTube, just, you know, free videos. I mean, literally today I was looking for how to do some video editing piece that I didn't know. I just went on YouTube in two minutes. I found it. Um, Udemy.com, which is something that that we have our, uh, our, you know, training on. Um, That's a great platform. So seek training. The other thing is seek teaching, observe some of your top peers, observe some of those people that you do look up, look up to, uh, speak with those who are winning and learn from them, ask them what they're doing, ask them how they're winning, seek teaching, and then seek opportunities to push the boundaries of your talent. So outside of just training and teaching, seek opportunities to just grow just through experience, Seek smart risks, so not dumb risks, <laughs> um, but but st- step outside of your comfort zone a little bit. Stretch your comfort zone. Ask for additional projects and tasks, even if you you feel like you know what I'm I'm not sure if I've got the skills to do this. Ask for some of those responsibilities that helps you to grow, helps you to stretch your comfort zone. So, in wrap up, uh, I would just say you know close your own knowledge gaps, own it. You can do it. Love it. Great job, Brian. All right. You too, Mark. Thanks. We'll we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you then. Yep. Ah. All right. That'll do it from here. To learn more about ways to close your own knowledge gaps and anything Gapology, head on over to our website, gapology.org. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology Institute production. Visit us at gapology.org.